Welcome to Pep Talk Podcast Jamaica, a podcast for young professionals by young professionals, helping you to navigate corporate Jamaica, finances, investments, and relationships. Hosted by Stacey and Donna. Stick with us and let us get into this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pep Talk. I am Stacey. And I am Donna. And in this episode, we will be looking at COVID-19 and the young professional. We'll be talking about how the workplace has changed as a result of COVID-19 and how this has affected the young professional. We'll be sharing our own personal stories in light of COVID-19 and to kick things off I just want to ask a very simple question how has your workplace changed since COVID-19? Donna kick it off well we get to stay home a joke (laughs) Um, like anywhere else uh, we're maintaining social distancing so my workplace has over a hundred people in my particular building so close to thousand a thousand people daily um collectively so naturally we are working from home and which is it might seem like an easy thing to do but in fact it's really not easy to do so that is the first thing it has changed where we're physically not at the location and that's about it for you and that is pretty much it so have you guys had meetings on the way forward in light of covid19 we've had meeting on the way forward which nobody really knows what the, the way forward looks like um it's more of putting measures in place for when or if the, the past if we open up back mm-hmm. like fully where we have where we can actually venture out to work and coexist with each, with each other within the building so we have had meeting about that but of course with all of that comes teething pains <laughs> a lot of look like how to move forward um it's just crazy really it's really crazy and the climate now um for us we've I had meeting on the possibility of laying off people of the possibility of pay cuts nobody really wants to touch it yeah though what we do know that by the next four months we won't be affected where our pays will be slashed or anything like that but moving forward if this thing don't resolve itself by the fall we're looking at uh, yeah those possibilities well like you we we have a very large group of persons in our building um a lot of people actually and as a result of that and the importance of social distancing you have persons through their managers who are required to work from home where it is they are able to carry out their job from functions from home i i am one such person fortunate enough to be in that position to work from home um about three days out of the week right 
and that's that's a positive for me however we have had numerous meetings more than i care to count on the way forward for the company for the group and these meetings were in the form of staff meetings not departmental meetings staff meetings with top management on on the way forward and these staff meetings were held weekly for us they were held weekly you know you know every week you would have a zoom staff meeting that you you were required to participate and attend and in these meetings not one meeting would go banned they they don't mention layoffs they don't mention the possibility of salary cuts they don't mention the possibility of downsizing no every meeting this came up either on the part of management or staff asking questions right and of course the reduction of benefits being a real real possibility and i'll say that this eventually came to fruition because we have had lay we have had staff being laid off as of recently and you know this is public knowledge it's in the news anybody can google it and find out how many persons were laid off we we will have salary cuts and reduction in benefits so you are the fortunate one i am uh, the experience the experience is is very much different and it, it's not um a jurisdictional thing at all it's just based on the, it's an industry thing that's how i view it so i will say that there was transparency throughout because we had weekly meetings that facilitated transparency and with it being a zoom meeting we actually had more people attending staff meetings than in person and so we therefore had a lot more questions you have up to 200 and odd people in the in the zoom meeting and so the meetings normally run very long because of this the question the Q&A portion especially and sometimes because of technical difficulties so i will commend them on the, the the transparency that was provided with the weekly meetings so that you felt like you were a part of the process each week so i commend them for that um the sad part is no you have persons who have been laid off for up to four months of course the possibility exists that they may be called back prior to the four months coming to an end so that is how COVID-19 has definitely affected my workplace. And for me, how I feel about it, this is my first in my working life. This is my first pandemic in my working life, right? I think we all can relate to that. Right? <laughs> in my working life. And this pandemic has caused um, a recession. This is also my first recession in my working life. <laughs> okay there's a lot of first going on so how am i adjusting not well <laughs> not well at all i don't know if i can adjust to it because i've never actually been through anything like this where a recession is concerned right but i say you know if you come out on the other at the other end of it a stronger person i learn um if it should happen again where a recession is concerned not necessarily covid 19 then you know you will be more equipped with knowledge and wisdom on how to 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 you know take care of yourself and manage so there's a lot of first happening for me and as a result of there being a lot of first there's a lot of fear that is just my personal feeling on the covid 19 pandemic experience where my work is concerned 
And I will just say I'm fortunate enough to not be one of the persons being laid off because I realized I'm never say that. I'm not one people think that I was. But I will be subjected to salary cuts and reduction in benefits and all the other things. Um, so how about you? How do you feel about COVID-19, where your workplace is at, and your professional life right now during this state of recession? Well, to be honest, um, COVID-19 has been... Well, when it started, when it initially, when you get the call that, oh, don't come into work or whatever, you know, you're like, okay, this game blow over in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. tops, and then we're going to get to go back to our regular life, work life. And then two weeks came, and then the governor made another statement. You're like, okay, another two weeks. And you, you, you're, you're not daunted at that point. You're optimistic. Mm-hmm. And you just say, okay, well, we'll use this time to family bonding. And we'll yeah. use this time to, to, yeah, you're going to work, but you have a little bit more flexibility with your schedule in terms of you can show up to work in your PJs or your PJ bottom, um, to be specific. <laughs> um you know, even though we have all these meetings that are scheduled, because in one day I'll have all four meetings. Yep. Four meetings with different, different personnel from work or whatever you, mm-hmm. stakeholders. So in that regard, it, it got hectic. And then you have a toddler running around, then you have students, um, your own children who's, who's not at school. After a while, it took a toll. It, after your four weeks, you're like, okay, so this is life now. This is life where I'm cooking breakfast, dinner, lunch, and I'm trying to be in these meetings and I'm trying to attend to this toddler who's having a complete meltdown. You start to become stressed. Mm-hmm. And then your work life in some way is, even though you're working from home and you would think that you could be at your optimum, you're really not. Exactly. You're, you're really not. But then uh, on another side, COVID opened up another door for me. Mm-hmm. Because. The side hustle? That way, that The side hustle. Girl, which, yes. Which even became more demanding because mm-hmm. now you have people wanting you. You're in, in more demand. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to meet those demands while not. While not. How do I say it? watering down what you give on the workforce as as a parent and all these things so yeah we might have some extras so while some people were grappling with the fact that they don't have a job or their their company or facility or whatever cannot pay them if they're not physically there i didn't have that issue i had a more of a <laughs> for want of a better word positive COVID-19 experience experience as a young professional from from the the side hustle standpoint to even where I was turning people back still still I'm turning people back like, because when you look at it I'm a one woman show like I cannot <laughs> I cannot schedule what maybe 10 people in a day and that was what the demand was Mm-hmm. So I had to be very selective. I had to give clients to other people. Yeah. And, you know, 
and and even then um it opened up another door as well from a professional standpoint where i felt like i could use the whole covid scenario and educate right my educate stay at home persons my population my the people who i work for i advocate for and okay. so we did the webinar because I use the opportunity to say, look here, man, this thing not seem not going away. So how can and, I and be that's a assistance? It. A lot of webinars have been popping up. Um, so mm-hmm. you can make use of this time now that you're at home and everything is online. So I see the niche that you were going for with that. So please just let the people know that the side hustle that you're talking about existed before COVID. <laughs> Yes, it existed before. <laughs> That's COVID. very important. We don't want to think people to think it, you're profiting. It was, it, as a, from what COVID. happened as a result of COVID, it uh, it ballooned. Right, They're but it, it was always from. there. Um, mm-hmm. It uh, I've always had that for years. Years, you know. So the webinar was like it's COVID did that. It was always there. It's just that my clientele grew. Mm-hmm. Because now people were at home and they, and I was a little bit more in demand. But even though the clientele grew, it didn't really excessively grow either. Because again, I could not commit to something that I wasn't going to give, put my give, put my all in. So I had to be very selective in those who I decided would benefit from my services. So I think COVID teaches us a lot mm-hmm. especially as young people it teaches us that uh, there are times where we're going to have to really need to be very resourceful amen we have to think about we have to get into survival mode especially if you have children because this opened up a whole can of worms that no one saw coming when it started in China, no one saw this coming that we would, the world, I agree, pretty much become become prisoner, a prison, like we would become prisoners in yep. the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. We know end in sight because even what this is what maybe eight weeks later, of Scary. us home mm-hmm. and we're like. What but let's it? talk about the fact that it has improved in terms of when this drop, you know, um, it was saying people stay at home, people work from home, supermarkets and food scarce. Now, like eight weeks later, like I said, you can't actually say seeing food on the shelf, right? Well, for you. <laughs> well, for me, it's a little bit more positive with the, with the passage of time where supermarket is concerned. <laughs> well, we do have stuff, but we also have things that are Russian. Like, I'll give you an example. I went to purchase buttered beans the other day, and I didn't know butter, Jamaican butter beans. I went to Greece in Publix, and I went to purchase it, and I'm so glad I see the butter bean. I took up around six. Mm-hmm. I'm glad now because on my side of town, we weren't seeing it because we have a few Jamaicans who, I guess, in this time, they bought what they use on a regular basis. So when I saw it now, I said, nobody not buy them over, over this side at all. You know? Mm-hmm. So I took up the whole lot of, when I went up there, the, the guy at the cashier said, the only mommy only can get two. I said, two? 
what I mean? Don't you dare like a who about this? Me make you only get After no rice, flour, sugar, sugar, salt. He's like, no, this is one of the items that we have to it's sell. high demand. I was like, I was so mad first of all because I was like, but if an a Jamaican you sell it to, it not like if you sell it to a Jamaican, it not supposed to ration. Exactly. Like this, how we live, fun. Them suck me up. You know, but then I understood. But and this was like a couple weeks, like maybe two weeks ago. So even though you go to the store and there things are there. Yeah. Like for even the toilet. Like the disinfectant, wipes and stuff like that. Yes. They have That's not one there. per and, customer. And to go to like Walmart to even get to say you have to go to the customer service because them are really? stuck up there. Mm-hmm. I went to Costco just recently and Costco was the only place I've been to that I saw the tissue just there and you just take up where you want. The way I was so happy. Really? Do you have lines to go into your supermarket? Um, some of them, some, some of them, them, and they have clear demarcations yeah. where where you can go and where you can't go. Mm-hmm. It also highlights the capacity in the building, how many people can be in the building mm-hmm. at any one time. But I've also find that even though those are basics that you think everybody should know, you go on the road, some people don't have masks because all the time mandatory here like in some some stores will tell you mandatory here as well and even just the other day i went to another state just yesterday i went to another state and i was it was just so scary because i went to a rest stop because i needed to go and i just wanted to die Mm -hmm. i just felt like the germs like you could see the germs okay (laughs) so you become ocd now I have on my mask and people don't have on their mask. Yeah, and I was like, what is it? What is that you don't get? Like, don't stand up near to me. Exactly. Like, me Keep your distance. Like, <laughs> some people just don't take it serious. I agree. Some people really think that this is because of some 5G polls. Um, they don't think it's real. It's concocted by the government. I guess the debts are also the debts are also fake. I, I don't know. But I think it takes a lot of work to go to, to go into the, all the conspiracy theories out there where COVID nineteen is concerned. But let's get back to to the the agenda. So, were you one of them when it was announced that you know COVID is in your country, your state, whatever? You take a last dollar and go full up, stack up your entire kitchen. Um. You know, get paid yet, you know? <laughs> I w- no, I wouldn't say that. I would, well, we, we, we have a system where we buy groceries. Mm-hmm. Because we get paid fortnightly. Mm-hmm. So it makes it, or every two weeks, so it makes it for a good well, situation yeah. for us. Right. So we know that every two weeks, even we might be, we might be topping up, not right. necessarily doing a grand shopping, and COVID-19 came in that time when we would have already been paid. So oh, perfect. We, so it wasn't like we were going out to get anything that we wouldn't have already right. been getting. So that was good for us. So it wasn't like, oh, we have to make sure. We but what we did do, because toilet paper and those things were, were becoming so scarce, we did, but we bought a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Bought a lot of those and we stock up, we stocked up and those so much so that when we even went out just for 
not even to go to the supermarket and we end up at the supermarket if we side we're buying it right as in our head you can't have too much you can't have too much toilet paper hello no 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 and then when we found out the kids were like like my college student wasn't going to go back that was like okay food we have to make sure we have food just because here the conspiracy theory was that the stores are going to close and you're not going to have access to this that have no right right yeah so we got we got scared and spooked a little bit and we made sure the pantry was full was even full. to the point where we have put things in another room oh no well, well, with the idea of getting a, another fridge freezer we got some other things to because we it was just that much it was just that crazy you go to the store no meats Mm-hmm. no meat and yeah. all of those things so we just stock up even to this day and we'll make sure the fridge not alter no makes sense my experience not quite the same because the first case was in jamaica was around march 9th march 10th they're both and um by that time but already done my mountain shopping already and i'm me one so gross you know go down like you know go down fast at all so i was pretty stocked up when them come with the curfew for um, St. Catherine, still pretty stocked up, me, right? But I had the access of moving between St. Catherine and Kingston because of the industry that I work I work in, right? That I could know then buy groceries for my parents without having to limit myself to the restrictions that were in place for the parish in terms of the shopping days. You get what I'm saying? We had people with last name this going shopping, people this is going shopping. I didn't have to subject myself to that. I had a little bit more freedom of movement and I could just buy groceries, like go Mega Mart all the way to Waterloo, buy groceries for them and come back. Um, and it was like nothing. So, you know, that I have to thank God, <laughs> thank God for that because it definitely made it easier for me and it made it easier for them especially when you have older people who that you have to look out for it come in handy now the work from home situation right do you find that when you are working from home do you get as much done as when you are in office i think working from home i find that i work more at home i think so too uh, and work more at home because you don't want like I think it's from the standpoint you don't want it to be said you're not being productive because remember there's you're, even you could be at work and not even doing anything and nobody would care but you're physically at work mm-hmm. <laughs> so nobody cares mm-hmm. but when you're at home you have to always make sure you meet deadlines Mm-hmm. Even though you were meeting deadlines before, but you have to make sure when an email come in or when a request come in to meet or whatever you're That's available, the right? Because you don't you don't want to compromise your whole professional persona, so mm-hmm. to speak, when it comes to being there and being that. But then again, it's hard, especially being a parent, because you're trying to be there to assist your own children. Mm-hmm. And in some regard, especially in America, they don't even understand that, oh, mommy can't do this right now. Mommy have to be in a meeting. 
or mommy, I'm hungry, this. So it's harder working from home yeah. because you cannot give it your, the, the full that you, you're distracted most of the time. Yeah, you have your distractions at home to contend with. I, I 100% agree with that. I personally find myself working a lot harder from home, not because I have any distraction. Simply because when you have these staff meetings, we could staff meeting and people are talking about layoffs and people are talking about salary cuts and whatever it may be. You now need, feel like you need to prove that you are needed. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You need to prove that you are needed so you are not on the chopping block. So now you work harder, you're more determined, you're more driven. And I found myself in that state of mind more than anything else. And it was a very stressful state of mind. And I did not enjoy it one bit but since we're on the topic of layoffs and salary cuts we really need to talk about whether or not employers can do this because you have a lot of young professionals who will be affected by it or basically young professionals who have already been affected by it because the unemployment rate is rapidly increasing right but the fact of the matter is Yes, employers can lay off their employees provided that it's not a unilateral decision, right? It must be something that is agreed to by both parties. That's always important. And you can lay off up to four months or 120 days um, in Jamaica. If after the four months or the 120 days, the person is not called back to report to work, you will then now have to proceed to do a redundancy. And a redundancy is a very costly exercise, even though you have up to a year to make redundancy payments. But even so, it's still a costly exercise, especially in COVID, if you're not making money to really to really consider redundancy, that means it really, really bad. So I think when people, companies lay off persons, they really have to challenge the remaining employees now to put things in overdrive because you need the profits because you need to call these people back after the four months or before the four months and a COVID will force you to get very creative in the way you can increase your profitability and profit margin so people young professionals and others I feel like they will always be doing a lot more work because of the situation that COVID has created. So persons get laid off, right? I know that I will have a lot more work to do because you have to compensate for the people who are not there. And at the same time, you have to have the same aim and the same goal of profit, 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 so that these people can come back. You know, so a lot of companies are also using and um the whole COVID nineteen situation as an, a sham as a sham, right? I strongly believe that um that's what a lot of people are using and their own vendetta against people to get some people out. And to be honest, I know that COVID nineteen is real and it does impact certain industries more than some. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not being a particular way when I'm saying this, but I feel like a lot of our a lot of our bosses or employers or whomever just using the situation to their own benefits. Um, to just cut for us, 
mm-hmm. as you said, the decision has to be between both parties. For us, for the for the rest of this year, we know no one can be laid off because no one saw this coming. No one can lose the salary or anything like that because we wouldn't have agreed to this at the start of our contract. However, yeah, moving exactly. forward, there are there, and that is what I was alluding to at the beginning. Moving forward, there there's a new clause in your contract going forward because our mm-hmm. contract is yearly. That doesn't mean you're not permanently employed, but whether you're moving on, yes or no, permanently or temporarily, you're given a contract. On a yearly basis. Huh? On a yearly basis. Yes. Because, you know, things can change. So just Mm -hmm. imagine, like, you're locked into a contract that you start, that you you agreed to 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And things don't change, and things change. That contract is still valid. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is pretty much almost every Jamaican employee and that permanent contract. Jamaica and <laughs> yeah. the US. Mm-hmm. So regardless of whether you have tenure or you're in a job that you is still get that you're contract. still expected to sign a contract every end of the year. You're still expected to see whether you plan to continue with the company. Or I like that approach. You still because if, if that wasn't the case now, like moving forward for the new contract, the new contract stipulates that in the event we have a situation where revenue is not coming in and company not making money, we can cut your salary by X amount. And the they can lay off too? They can lay off. So they're protecting themselves legally. Mm-hmm. And as I so appreciate that system because if that was in the contract before now i'm pretty sure the first recourse they would have taken was let's start cut some salary mm-hmm. so it gives you a good idea or a heads up so to speak if something like this to ever happen you already mm-hmm. know where your contract state right because nobody um could fathom covid 19 exactly prior to so, so the contracts are ever changing with right. what is happening in society which like i say so for now we know if it's not happening again till and i feel world. like that will happen for us too going forward mm-hmm. right so but um, is when we're probably looking at if things don't get better mm-hmm. the possibility exists that you might be losing your salary um you might have a salary cut or you might right be laid no. off or yeah. whatever now nobody's hope we, who wants that nobody wants so let's knock on wood and hope right <laughs> nobody excuse and, me right and, and now we really have to work as a team to really get those revenues up and get the profit margins as a up. team that as a team important yeah people need to remember that as a team it's always a team effort always and if you lose one man, then it affects the entire team, which, you know, what that's what a layoff eventually, essentially does, right? No, somebody have to pick up the slack of that one person, um, but still, still carry out the duties effectively so that the bottom line is met at the end of the day. But it sounds like you are adjusting very nicely. 
sound like you're adjusting very nicely to the work from home, COVID-19 situation. And I like the yearly contract idea. Cannot see Jamaica um, doing that, doing the yearly contract in the case of permanent employees. But I think it's something that they should adapt. But I definitely know that persons would get the relevant communication um, from the company, whatever the decision that has been taken where it affects them directly because clearly we're not signing a new contract so they give you the communication and uh, this whole COVID-19 situation and from a professional standpoint it has opened up a lot of can of worms <laughs> and I say this for persons who work in teams because now we get to separate those who were always working from mm. those who have been riding coattails and true. for me that is like going back to work in the physical sense that is one thing that i will be going in with my eyes wide open because i've realized for some people this has been a vacation oh wow yeah that's true that's true. A vacation because you work as a team so of naturally one person can probably take more do more than the other right and so each person can come up with the with the excuse that my internet isn't working i can't join this meeting because my internet is not working or i can't do this because and because of this or whatever so there's always this this room for excuses right which is so uncool. which are not necessarily genuine which is so uncool so yeah going back to work i my game plan will be a lot different mm-hmm. um because again and it opens up the door for a lot of people to throw people under the bus everybody is trying it's a dog eat dog world now everybody is trying every to man for themselves right and bosses still have to evaluate you and bosses still have to see who makes the cut because believe it or not you know they're analyzing and they're looking and to see who who is their best self during this time and that brings me into being professional in a covid world right and a lot of persons are cooperative how do you maintain professionalism during a time where everybody is feeling some sort of stress related yep. to COVID mm-hmm. and I can't underscore enough how it is to try and maintain that level of professionalism and I'll give you a case just last week we had a meeting and somebody popped up in the meeting on the beach in a bikini a bikini so professional with the, with the blue waters behind them and this is a meeting with maybe 60 odd people. Wow. And she was sipping on her whatever. And you could just look at everybody's faces and they were like, is this really happening? <laughs> and the bosses of all bosses, meaning the boss, my boss boss. Yeah. Just did a pop-up in our meeting. He never does that. And this one time he did it and he was like, for example, he would say, Stacey, I want to be where you are today. Mm-hmm. And we died. 
I can imagine. In no unspoken term, he's pretty much saying, All right, you are clearly not at work. Exactly. Clearly. We are encouraged to, even for staff meetings, right? If your camera is going to be on, you must be professionally attired. Your full name must be stated. Otherwise, you can't join the meeting. We have requirements to join our meetings, okay? So you either keep your camera off, and if your camera is on, you're better in a suit and tie, <laughs> okay? That's really what it is. So that's how we maintain professionalism in our meetings. When I'm working from home, my camera is never on, okay? Because... I have a fro here in a comb, you know, probably in a pajamas. It's not cute. So my camera is generally not on. <laughs> but it is sad that people have to tell tell adults that certain things you still have to maintain professionalism. Now this person, I'm the person in charge of her. Yeah, it does. I'm the and I'm like, wow, why it had to be somebody that I'm in charge of? You know, like, uh, I didn't even know how to address that situation. And I didn't because the powers that be that are over me, they addressed it. Well, they, they had to. <laughs> they addressed it unbeknownst to me. They had to. I had her call me to tell me what went down. And I had to show her both sides of the coin mm-hmm. why it was you know, wrong you're coming off mother's day and this was a gift to you but at the end of the day and you could have still been maintaining your mother's day have your mother's day gift and exactly. still be professional at work but you chose to turn on your camera exactly you chose to let everybody know that this that you are living your, your life, life, your life. where i'm at mm-hmm. so everything that we do is a choice so I get the repercussions that come from that. I cannot, I cannot support you because you're actually you're a grown adult. Mm-hmm. Your your actions have consequences. Why would you like uh, when I turn up in a meeting if I cannot commit fully because I have my chair right next to me? My camera will be off. But you better be sure by the end of the meeting somebody will be seeing some evidence that i was in that meeting somebody i'm going to type in the chat mm-hmm. or something because at the end of the day because a lot of people can log into meetings and are not there you know exactly so at the end of the day what i'm not going to leave for anybody to say about me is to say yes um donna was in the meeting i will always have a chat good morning we have to ask them i will have a question where where i'll be asking um, at the end, if I don't have anything to say by the end of the meeting, you will see me. Yeah. Are popping up periodically. Mm-hmm. You will see me because again, no. If you're if if you're if your yes your team is as strong as your weakest link, mm-hmm. and nobody wants to be seen as weak. Yeah. So as professionals, young professionals. It is important that we maintain that at all costs. COVID or no COVID. We don't Agreed. use the excuse of COVID to say, that oh, is a good tip. That I is a good tip. You know, it's hard, but this is where you need to figure out your side also. If you have a side also, that what's that good at? That was the next thing I was going to say, right? If, if now is the time during COVID-19 to figure out 
what you can do to sustain yourself as a side hustle or as your next business venture where it is your nine to five never work out for whatever reason. Enough people know or enough young people are turned to YouTube because YouTube pays, especially during quarantine when people all them do watch YouTube content, right? And so that is an untraditional um, type of employment. But during COVID, it's the type of employment you kind of need. Your income not a stall. You just have to be really good at it. So I like the tip about maintaining professionalism during COVID-19 and finding a side hustle. And for people who don't know, I too have a side hustle. Hello, everybody is doing it. <laughs> um, I have a side hustle. Is it a side hustle? I have a registered business entity um, that falls within the legal spectrum that is that allows me to do legal work outside of the work that I currently do. That and, was before COVID. Right, and it, it existed before COVID. And um, it's just that it's really taken off since COVID. And so I am very grateful for that opportunity. So create your own opportunities, people. Honestly, during COVID, it allows you the time to be creative. Attend webinars if you can afford to attend them or attend free webinars because the Jamaica Stock Exchange had about two webinars last week. They were both free. I attended one. And I will tell you, they had over 200 participants in that meeting. And the speakers for the, for the meeting were people from like Barita, people from the stock exchange, people in the investment industry. And this was free. This seminar was worth a lot. Now is the time to invest in yourself. Now is um, Professional development. Now is the time. People are offering free services, things that were... Uh, buck uh, like not not a buck but thousands of bucks right. before um are offering their services free you want to capitalize on that um for me how i've been coping with this thing as well i've been cooking a lot like gourmet and all of that doing my mm-hmm. thing my little thing mm-hmm. um doing things that that I wouldn't have had the time to really commit to. Right. Exactly. And I've taken a great interest in my in my yard work now. Yes, and don't even talk about that. Like I, I would never ever be caught dead with a hoe and a pickaxe and a wheelbarrow. Still, I wouldn't come <laughs> be caught dead with that. My life for the last but three, four it's weeks. Enjoyable to and the product it. is remarkable. that glimmer of hope <laughs> you're starting to see that glimmer of hope and you realize that maybe we're coming out at a little bit sooner but we're not out of it yet so and like it's important to take the time to mentally mm-hmm. mentally and in some way socially get yourself right because COVID-19 can send a lot of people in depression and to especially people who are directly impacted in terms of health-wise by COVID. Because there's exactly. the fact that there's those people who have people who they can't 
see. See, because of COVID. You're right, you're right. And they can go to their funerals. Right. Like right. so there's this men this there's this emotional side to it that need to, is ooh, really as they say that. There is this um well in the you have doctors available online who can do therapy sessions and also prescribe um, medication that thought should be given to. You have this app called Better Health. Um, it's a very good app. I, I've seen it around the place. I've heard good things about it. And you also have in the Caribbean um, an online or a web-based medical advice website. I don't remember the name of it now, but they always advertise on Gustavos and they seem to be gaining traction. And they it's do funny offer- because before COVID, we had access to those, you know, the teledoc or the web doc because it comes mm-hmm. as part of our insurance scheme. So if you don't want to physically go in. Go in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like this COVID situation has impacted financially, socially. Emotionally. Emotionally like and it keeps happening. And how are, how are we as young people able to deal with it? What have you been doing? to maintain that mental that state of mind that is healthy because like for me and i'll just share this real quick when i watch the news well i don't really watch it but if there's something important it it just comes to my phone like it's like something um so i don't really watch it but just having that family time games time night and just the nice party. little distractions, right? Being crazy parties, making um those little things that they do on Facebook or TikTok or whatever they call these things, those challenges. The TikTok videos. We've been doing like a lot of those for our sanity, um, but yeah, like recording ourselves being goofy. Um, Zoom parties, like you said, we participated in a few of those. And Netflix party. Netflix parties, Netflix like party. watching more. Um, and Instagram Live have a lot of entertainment. If you really check out radio stations, yes, because I've been, I've been a part. Just, just last night, we were doing Fame. We were doing right, the Fame party. party. That's one I'm talking about. That. Very popular every Saturday. Three times I've done that. I know Copper Shot has one as well. And yeah it's really entertaining to see like the creative ways people we've, unwind we've gotten back to what is important and that is your it, family it's sad say take covid for realize what is important does. but it is true it shows us that we can still have fun without being going to without going to an actor am i the only one who during this family time like i say for some strange reason you're not annoyed by your family and not get upset in a fight you fight, but because it's like it blew over. No, but you know but, what I mean. Oh, you mean it doesn't happen? Like, on a, yeah, yeah. You know, like, really we're, a bit, we're a little bit more tolerant. Yeah, we're a little bit more tolerant. You know, because normally I could have fight, slam the door, and drive away and not come back. But the, yeah, <laughs> you have nowhere to go. You can't escape anybody. There's no. Escape. You can't escape nobody. You have to like, deal with your problem. Like for us, we have everybody in our different room when it's time for work and school. Everybody in a different room. We have a big do not disturb sign. Like right now, I we're recording this. There's a big do not disturb sign. Nobody um, respects it. Clearly. <laughs> I can tell. Still, 
yes still <laughs> and i wanted to touch on another point quick before we close up yes for me um i've kind of doubled in stock been doubling in the stock exchange Good because the u.s stock is stock is exchange specifically because with covid a lot of how the u.s stock exchange works directly is directly related to what is happening around the world right right it's reactive so like now we know most people doing Facebook Live and you know Facebook phone, Instagrams, um, WhatsApp, WhatsApp and, and so you know that more people are communicating exactly you know more people are communicating via that means so naturally getting another Facebook stock is okay. if you have it to get in because right now it it's not like a dollar or two dollar right talking, it will be super expensive because high it's in demand we're talking two hundred dollars as opposed to when it was and that is two hundred dollars for one stock for right? one all right just one and the same thing for amazon same thing for amazon amazon stock you Why really, amazon not stop get my money you know is that really cannot purchase an amazon stock to just being a lay person because one stock is two thousand dollars wow wow um but the the returns sometimes you just maybe need one stock good in a case like that because the return has been great yeah you know so it's like for me a lot of that my development lies in just reading and trying to see all right, we're in a COVID situation. How can I capitalize on this? Because if I'm supposed to lose my job tomorrow, I need to have an emergency fund. Right, that is that is actually a very good option um, as well. You know, see how stocks are performing during COVID, which stocks are in demand. Consult your, your financial broker or your bank and let them advise you accordingly. I can't tell you which stock really I perform right now in Jamaica because you get so depressed um, when COVID lick and everything just start drop like rapid. <laughs> yeah, I haven't man. I haven't looked at it since. I, I have tried not to. I've tried not to look at it. Um, a lot of mine because I trade for myself here. You. Um, because I'm I'm trying to learn it because I, I you should and then teach me. So what I've been doing, I've traded a few and I've sold a few. Sold it after I make a marginal like a profit mm-hmm. as a maybe a week trader, day trader, whatever you want to call it. And I feel like as long as you know, I'm, it's not about getting rich, so it doesn't have to be a hundred percent profit for Return. me. Mm-hmm. So if I end up buying a stock, but maybe more, because I make fifty dollars on it, and then I you see that it. because you have to read the literature behind it. You know, the literature to, behind mm-hmm. it tells you if it's going to fall and what might make it fall. Because for right. right now, most of what I've invested in is um, our stocks that concern COVID directly, as in a vaccine. Mm-hmm. So right now, a lot of pharmaceutical company are battling to see who going come up with the vaccine first yeah mm-hmm. so naturally we know there's a market for that so for example i would have purchased initially at the beginning and did something for seven dollar now it reached thirty dollar mm-hmm. because the race and once you hear the news once you listen to the news or whatever 
and how it happens here that it shows you what is in the news and how it directly affects your stock. Mm-hmm. So you can, when you read it, you, 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 you either analyze and say why. Like for example, we know that the, we're going to open up back soon. So you know, like the airline economy going boom a little bit. Yeah. Because people that will be in demand because stocks are affected by what is in demand. Right. It yes, stocks are affected by performance. Supply and demand. Right. Economics so, 101. So we already know that once it opens back and the airline come to you know that maybe an American airline, for example, will be the potential is there for that to boom. So that would be, would be maybe a smart buy, but what people don't realize, they have to take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. Some days it can be up, some days because that is just so that people don't understand. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not every day that it's going to be up. So that, that is also something would I would down. encourage people to do if they can, if they're in a financial right. position to do that. I would, I agree with that. I would also encourage them. That's why it's very important, very important when the stock exchange have free webinars like the two they had last week people actually show up. I'm going to tell you, over 200 people, two, over 200 people. So trust me, people show up. People show up, they ask really good questions and then take it seriously. So um, follow Jamaica Stock Exchange page if you haven't, if you are not doing that there on basically every social media platform, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, the major ones, the non-TikTok platforms, basically. Mm-hmm. So you must follow them and stay tuned and subscribe and they give you updates on every webinar that they're going to have free and paid webinars so it's worth um following them and they give good advice oh follow them on twitter too right so that's it for this episode of pep talk we want to thank you for joining us once again and we are asking everybody to please keep safe during this time as usual thank you for joining us until next time Thank you for joining us here at Pep Talk Podcast Jamaica. Follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Pep Talk Podcast JA or visit our website at www.peptalkpodcastjamaica.com. Until next time.